The Okie Geek Podcast is brought to you by Okie Comics, a bi-monthly anthology publication showcasing the talents of Oklahoma creators with stories featuring Oklahoma. Copies are available at Half Price Books, Edmund Unplugged, Loot and XP, Boarding House, Paseo Plunge, Museum of Osteology, Commonplace Books, as well as your favorite comic book store and nearest library. You can find out more locations and more information at okiecomics.com. Greetings and salutations, my fellow geeks, and welcome to episode 206 of the Okie Geek Podcast, brought to you by Okie Comics. I'm Michael Cross. A Tulsa couple is helping you to not spread the coronavirus, making sure you look cool doing it, and also providing help to our frontline first responders during this pandemic. Gene DeRosa, the co-creator of Fandom Face Mask, joins us over the phone. Gene, how are you today? Pretty good. How are you, Michael? Doing really good. I, you know, I just, I was really excited. I saw this story in the Tulsa world. I tell me about the fandom face masks that you guys are creating. Uh, well, uh, basically, um, we normally make uh, custom bags out of different uh, pop culture fabrics like Doctor Who and Harry Potter, uh, Marvel Comics, all sorts of different stuff. Plus, we also have some regular like patterns and stuff, but. Um, since we we can't do conventions right now because everything's shut down, um, we decided we saw that there was a need uh, to make some masks. So now we're just making using all the fabrics to make the masks, um, and started off with just uh, doing a couple for family as a couple of us are immune system suppressed. Mm-hmm. Uh, but then someone posted it on Facebook and people started asking where they could get them. So uh, we started offering them. And after the first weekend, we saw that there was a huge need. So it was just, it was a given that we should just continue doing it. So, Yeah, when the convention started dropping off, uh, what were your thoughts for, for you and your wife when you realized you couldn't go out to them? Well, um, I also work with some, some celebrities that have been in some of the horror franchises. Uh, I've written a couple hard trivia books, mm-hmm. and I started working with them. So I still have my online presence for that. So uh, plus, my wife is a school teacher, which this is one of the few times where you can say that it's good to be a school teacher because they have their salary, mm-hmm. and they're not in the same situation where people that were just left with nothing, you know. Yeah, you get one of those things. You go, well, at least I still have a job because I know right now right. that's a little bit difficult. And especially, for, that's what I say for for the for the people who are uh, sometimes dependent on the the art circle, the uh, convention circle. This this is a, a really tough time. A lot of people are, I think, making some really tough decisions. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And when you guys decided to do this, it would you say it was it was just kind of uh, starting out just to, to make them for friends and, and, and family that, that, that needed them at the time? Right. Yeah. Because uh, m- myself personally, I have RA and one of my medications make my immune system suppressed. So that was like the, the forefront of making a couple of them for my, myself and my wife and my in-laws who we live with. Um, but then my sister-in-law is also immune depressed. Mm-hmm. So... Uh, we made a couple for her and, and uh, my bro- my brother-in-law and their kids. But then she posted it, and that's when it took off her. her she works in the medical field as well. Uh, so her coworkers saw it and said, where can I get these? 
and then her neighbors in the, in her neighborhood saw it and said, "Where can I get these?" So it just it just ballooned from there, and uh, we didn't really want to make a profit off of it, but the fabrics cost money, and the elastic costs money, and it takes quite a bit of time to make a bunch of them. So uh, we decided to do ten dollars per mask, but for every mask that you purchase, we also donate a mask to medical workers, essential workers, or just someone who's in need of a mask but can't quite afford it at the moment. <clears throat> Which I think is amazing. How did you? Uh, how how are you donating? How is that happening? Well, so far along the way, uh, we've sold. We've actually had orders from pharmacists. Uh, lab technicians, x-ray technicians, HR people at hospitals who are told that they have to supply their own mask if they want one. Um, so along the way, we, we do a couple extra for them, but we do have plans to do a, a couple bulk orders and just bring them to... Uh, I know they said that the hospitals in our area are okay as far as masks, but we're going to be bringing them to places like uh, urgent care places, or uh, we were actually talking about bringing them to a couple uh, veterinarians. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you mentioned you mentioned some of them had had to bring their own masks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we actually heard one story from an HR person in a hospital, and uh, basically she was told that she can't have a mask. I mean, she can she can supply her own, but the hospital is not going to supply her with one, even though every day she comes in contact with all the doctors who are in contact with the people who have the virus. So it's just too much of a risk to not, not wear one, even though you're off in the HR department. Right. It doesn't matter where you are in the hospital. There's still the germs going around. Yep. And, and I, and and of course the other thing about the masks is, uh, you know, not only do they, protect you from getting the virus, but also protects you if, if you happen to have the virus to not spread it around. So it's just another area of protection. Yeah. Um, I've seen so many stories online that, that still say that a mask isn't going to protect you from someone with the virus It's going to protect, uh, them from you. But we know that's not true. (laughs) There's been studies and other doctors who say that it does protect you from the virus as well. Mm-hmm. And even if it didn't, I think if my mask is protecting you from me and your mask is protecting me from you, I still think that's a better situation. <laughs> it's another wall. You might as well have that. Exactly. <laughs> and I see also, I, uh, I do know that uh, down here in central Oklahoma, Guthrie uh, recently had a, a, a face mask command, a, a base a mandate. And uh, right. I also, I think I saw on the news even this morning that, that El Reno is now doing a face mask mandate. Are there any uh, towns up in northeast Oklahoma that are, that are doing any kind of face mask mandates yet? Um, I don't think that they've actually mandated it. I mean, they've suggested it strongly. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, there was, um, oh, uh, I heard someone say that if you go to Reesers, just to go shopping, they won't let you in unless you're wearing a mask. Right. So I think it's good that even individual businesses like that are giving a mandate, you know, even if the the local governments won't. 
Yeah, I, I went into uh, I went to a local Walmart. Walmart. Now it didn't mandate that you wear a mask, but almost everybody in there was. And I actually, and I didn't have one at the time. And I thought, uh, this isn't good. <laughs> I, I felt like uh-huh. really out of place not having one. See, I, I think that story is better than another story that I saw online. Uh, someone said that they that they walked into the Walmart, they had their own mask, and they had. Uh, it was right after they had announced that that the CDC had announced that everybody should be wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. And she said she walked in, and there was like two employees that were wearing masks in the entire store. Yeah, <laughs> and it 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 was just. I mean, situations like that are just kind of crazy to me. Yeah, it's very scary. Now, of course, that I mean, that's again, that's it, it's taken a while. Well, I, the worst thing is I've, I've, and this is why I, I would send people to you guys is I don't know where to exactly find a mask. Right. Uh, and I know that if I were to go to go, to, I never checked Walmart, but I'm sure if I go to Walmart, it's likely sold out. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Uh, we we've actually looked uh, in Walmart a couple times just to see uh, what they had and. There was pretty much nothing. I mean, if, if you think the toilet paper aisle is bad, <laughs> just imagine what, what the mask aisle looked like. Yeah, don't even look for masks and gloves. Uh-huh. And so so you guys make these masks. Now, you just kind of touched on them, but I and it would be impossible to list them all, I know, um, because your website uh, is just huge. It's an amazing number of, of just but go through kind of some of the fandoms that you guys have, have touched on here. Uh, well, like I said, uh, one of our most popular, of course, is Harry Potter. Then uh, you got Star Wars, and uh, there's a whole, there's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five. I am looking at the fabrics on the rack right now. <laughs> there's seven different hangers full of Disney fabric. Everything from old-time Mickey Mouse to uh, all the princesses, but uh, pretty much everything's covered there. Then you got DC Comics with Batman and Wonder Woman uh Marvel comics with all of the Avengers and Black Widow and all of that. Um let's see. There's even a hanger with Game of Thrones fabric. That's so, awesome. I mean we pretty much cover the entire oh Ren and Stimpy for those nineties kids yep. who watch Nickelodeon. You got Doctor Who out there as well. Mm-hmm. And I just I was amazed how the 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 variety but normally you said you do bags for for conventions what kind of bags do right. you make uh well uh let's see we make uh normal size purses we make crossbody bags um we do little uh wristlets that are uh let's see i think it's about eight inches long by about five inches high um we do uh what's called a string sack which is basically like one of those little backpacks where you pull the strings and it tightens up at the top mm-hmm. but instead of that one thin layer in nylon this is uh, two layers of fabric, two layers of interfacing, so it, it'll hold up a, a good bit. <clears throat> yeah, and and you guys sell these at what what um, what conventions would you be going to now if if it were still around? Well, let's see. Uh, the last convention that we did was Uncanny Comic Expo in uh, uh, down in Shawnee. Shawnee, yes, yeah. yes. Thank you. <laughs> uh, that was the last one we did. Uh, let's see. Last weekend, we were supposed to be doing the live tattoo expo in Oklahoma City, but that was canceled. Yeah. Uh, the, the weekend before that, we were supposed to be in Little Rock, Arkansas, for not just another Comic-Con, which is a horror-related convention. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. That's one of my, that's one of my favorites, because the, the books that I've written are horror movie trivia books. Mm-hmm. 
so that's where this all started. And we started doing shows and uh, at the pop culture conventions, the Comic-Cons, there wasn't quite enough crossover to make it worthwhile as far as paying for the booth and paying travel Right. Uh, when I was just selling the books. So we branched out and now we make the, the bags. We also sell two and a quarter inch buttons, uh, which cover pretty much, we have 2,500 different buttons covers the whole gamut of pop culture (laughs) (laughs) but uh now there's enough crossover where it's worthwhile to travel to little little rock arkansas and get a hotel and pay for the show so yeah and and so and and you still have these still books you can still be people are interested if they're if they're if horror genre is really their thing you still have these books that you can that you sell on your website right yes uh it's it's a different uh a different website Uh SignatureHorror.com. How long have you been doing that? Uh, it's it's been about five years. I, I put out my Friday the Thirteenth book about five years ago. <laughs> wow! But you've been, I guess, I'm guessing into horror for for a lot longer than that. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, I chose uh, the first book that I wrote was Friday the Thirteenth because um, it was the first horror film that I ever saw when I was ten years old. Wow! And that was that was uh, let's see, forty years ago. Yeah. So, <laughs> Isn't that Kevin? Isn't Kevin Bacon in that? Yes. Yes. yes oh, wow. That was a that pulled that one out of my like. Yeah. I just like wait a minute. I know there was someone famous like knowing Johnny Depp was in uh, Nightmare on Elm Street. Right. Yeah. Exactly. And it's one of those uh, deep yeah, cuts that people, most people don't know. A lot of people get a lot of big names nowadays had their start in horror movies. I know sure. The two two perfect examples for uh, uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Next Generation. It starred Matthew McConaughey and Renee Zellweger. Really? Yeah, it was their first roles. So <clears throat> that's amazing. Yeah, no, I had no idea. And of course, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis uh, going yeah. to Halloween. Uh-huh. Now, I think that's probably the most popular. I mean, most people know that she was in that because she lived. Um, right. <laughs> it was right. it was unusual to have that main female character who survived the whole thing. So. That was unusual. Right. And then after that, uh, it's pretty much what every film had. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Then it's normal. After that, you yeah. know, after that an Alien, all of a sudden, hey, mm-hmm. let's have the female survive. Oh, okay. <laughs> Great. Yep. Um, and so you, so you, you decided to do these, these cloth bags. Where can people find uh, more information about these, these bags? Or not the bags, the, the, the masks. Sorry. Uh, the masks you can find at fandom, F-A-N-D-O-M, Facemasks.com. How long did it put you to put, get you to put this together? Because this website is really well done. Well, it's it, it kind of mirrors my signature horror site, so I knew exactly what I needed to do to get it set up, and it only took me one weekend to get it totally set. Um, although adding in some of the fabric photos, I think there's 65 different photos of fabric. <laughs> yes. That was what took the longest. <laughs> I was going to say, because that was the selection. When I looked down there, and you mentioned like uh, with, with, with Star Wars, with Disney, that there were, you could, you could see that, but then you could click on different areas, and there were different selections oh, yeah, for each yeah. one. I was, and so you had to take a picture of each one so that people would know exactly what it looked like. Yeah, it, it took me probably uh, two and a half hours just to take all the photos of the fabric. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But well worth it because once you do this, how long does it take you to make a mask? Um, well, uh, 
I think it would probably an estimation of cutting the fabric, putting it together. Have my wife does the, most of the sewing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, my mother-in-law is helping out now since we're we've gotten quite a few orders. Um, but I think it's about twenty to thirty minutes per mask mm-hmm. from from cut from just fabric cutting it and then sewing it together and doing all the little pleats and everything. So. And what kind of what kind of fabric is this? Um, it's all hundred percent cotton fabric, um, and we do, the masks are made with two layers of it, uh, and we don't we put a little opening in it in case the person wants to add a filter to it. Oh, great! So you can put the filter in, take it out, and uh, the biggest problem there is on on Amazon, it's going to take about a month to get the actual filters. You know, my wife uh, mentioned that I didn't have a mask, and I, now I do. My wife crocheted a couple of masks right. for us, and she left an opening. We put in coffee filters. Yes, exactly. Uh, we, we were using coffee filters, but we just saw a story where a couple fashion companies came together, and they weren't making their normal clothes, so they also wanted to switch and start making masks. And uh, they went out and bought a, a uh, I forget what it's called, but it measures how much how much part how much of the particulates can get through a fabric yeah and they did that and they found that the the best fabric out there is you know those blue shop towels yes just like they come like a, a roll of paper towel yeah uh if they're the the kind that are oil resistant it's the best fabric if you if you double two of them up and put it inside of one of these cotton masks it it they say now I, I can't make any guarantees right. on this because I'm not a medical person, but they say that it blocks ninety three percent of the par- particulates. Oh, that's great! I know those aren't sold out. Those are little automobile things. You can go find those in the automobile section. I'm pretty yeah, sure no I, one I, is sold out of those. That's exactly what we did the other day. We went to Walmart and the whole shelf is full. <laughs> there was two two full shelves. I was like, okay, so nobody knows about this yet. <laughs> and then once the word gets out, they'll be gone. <laughs> yep. That's fantastic. Yeah, you and you, 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 you've started doing doing this the 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 mask and um, uh, take, you, then you decided to go ahead and 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 also give to the uh, to local you know hospitals and and things like that. What's the response been so far? Uh, well, um, pretty good. I mean, uh, people really like to see that that they're, that we're they're, we're not just out there to make money. Mm-hmm. I mean. Uh, basically, the money that we are making, we're putting back in the fabric. We've gone to Joanne's twice to get more fabric because we started running out of stuff. But um, th- they see that, that we're doing that. And just since yesterday when the uh, Tulsa World article was released, mm-hmm. um, there's a spot where in the order form where they, where they click to order the masks where they can leave a message. And just some of the messages, I mean, just kind of – like give me that warm fuzzy feeling just because they're so being so nice to us for for what we're doing you know <clears throat> that's what, can you remember some of them um uh well a lot of them i mean are just the basic uh thank you so much for doing what you're doing i didn't even know where we could get masks um i i've had at least five or six uh people comment that they were elderly couples who had no idea where they where they could find something like this, 
And then they were looking, and then all of a sudden they saw the article in the Tulsa World, and they were like, okay, this is perfect. This is what we need. Uh, so we've actually made the decision yesterday that uh, if they leave a note where they're in a high-risk category, we're going to go ahead and bump them up the list a bit to get them out quicker. Yeah, I can imagine so, with the, with, with the, the kind of the onslaught of orders you've gotten, it, it does how, about how long are you expecting people – uh, how long should people wait now? Because I know you guys are busy, and it, and it takes right. time to make each one of them. How about how long is of a wait is it to get the mask? Do you think? Um, well, let's see. Uh, the ones that came in yesterday, I think, will start going out within a within three or four days. Mm-hmm. Um, but the ones that are at the end of the list, uh, it might take a little over a week, probably. Yeah, because you've got to um, make all these. Right. Right. But I mean, I'm I'm pretty much constantly cutting the fabrics for mm-hmm. for the masks now, and my wife will. Be, she's also a school teacher, so there's a couple hours a day where she has to do an online distance learning type thing. So, so but yeah. Know, other than that, she's pretty much sewing the whole time. <laughs> yeah, my wife is also a teacher, and she's got to stop everything she does, and she does she has to do this, their Zoom meetings uh-huh. not only with the students but with administrators, and because no yep. one can get together. You know, it used to be you right. just walk down the hall to the principal's office and say, hey, this is what's going on. You can't mm-hmm. do that anymore. So you've got to set these meeting times. Yeah, as a matter of fact, as we're talking right now, she's in a Zoom meeting right now. And my mother-in-law is in the other room in a Zoom meeting. She she actually works at the University of Tulsa. Wow. So <laughs> lots of stuff going on at the moment, but. After that, we'll all be back to sewing the masks. So. <laughs> That's amazing. And, and I, I, you know, what can, can people expect? Anything new or, or is it just kind of whatever Joanne's happens to be carrying? Well, um, yesterday we ran out to Michael's to pick up something that, yeah. that we had to have. So we placed an order and went and did the curbside thing. Um, but it was within eye shot of Joanne's. So even though we were there a couple of days ago, we went back uh, just to grab a couple of things. And we walked through and we saw like a dozen fabrics that we hadn't seen the th- two or three days ago. <laughs> so every time you walk in there, you're going to see something different, most likely. Yeah, I'm sure they're so, excited uh, whenever you guys walk in. <laughs> uh huh. Um, when when uh, when when I came home last night, I took more photos, and I don't know if I put them up on the Facebook page yet. I know I haven't added them to the website, but there's going to be about another dozen or so fabrics added today. So. So um, that's a fandom face back face masks on Facebook. Yes. That's actually hard to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, we, we have, we also have a Facebook page just to, to connect with people and keep them updated and stuff. Um, but all the fabric choices are there as well. Um, and there is a button where you can click through to the website to actually purchase the mask. Yeah. And uh, $10 and that not only gets you a mask, but that gets a mask to one of our frontline workers. That's amazing. Yes. Yes. So, and I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, you go for it. Um, yeah. And we figured out the cost between the fabric and the, and the elastic and it comes to just about, uh, $4 per mask. So, I mean, uh, for $10, you're getting the mask for yourself. We're donating another mask. Um, like I said, if you're, if you're a medical worker, there's a space that asks about that in the order form. Um, and if you say yes, there's a good chance you're going to get an extra mask or two as part of what we're donating. Just so, uh, so I mean, 
if you are a medical worker, you're not just getting the one most likely, you're probably going to get an extra or two. <clears throat> yeah, it's a great way to, to not only be safe, but also show off your, your favorite pop culture uh, thing. Yeah. I mean, even even before all of this, we've had, uh, when we've been doing the, the Comic-Cons, we've had people in the medical field come in and get, like, scrub caps uh, just so that they can put that little dash of color and their, their selves into their job, you know? Sure, because sometimes it's 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 boring. You're running around in scrubs and and a and a white mask and white gloves. This way, you yep. get at least a little bit of character in your day. Mm-hmm. Um, the, uh, one person in particular, uh, we we did a show in Hot Springs called SpaCon. Uh, we've done it for the past four years, and uh, the second year that we were there, we had one guy. I forget his his exact job. Um, he might have been like an anesthesiologist or something. Uh, but he came in and got like five scrub caps. And then the next year he came back, got seven more. (laughs) The next year he came back and got five more. (laughs) So that's wonderful. Are these uh, washable? Yes, they're a hundred percent washable. With the elastics on it, I would probably suggest drying it on low heat Mm -hmm. um, just so it holds up better. Uh, But all of our, all our purses and stuff that we make are also hundred percent machine washable. Um, like I said, I would just dry everything on low heat, but or more hang heat, or I mean, not hang, just let it hang and and, and dry, right. air yeah. dry, air yeah. dry. Yeah. That's the word. Um, and also, one note with our masks for anybody that's listening, we use a pipe cleaner that has a piece of metal in it for the nose piece. Do not put it in your microwave. I've seen stories where people put it in the microwave to sanitize it, and it's just not a good thing to do because. A lot of them have that middle nose piece, and it'll just blow up your microwave. <laughs> yeah. First, you'll see sparks, and then it'll be really bad. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> I've seen videos of that. Yeah. Um, that's a really good, that's really great advice. But but otherwise, other than that, you can just certainly just wash it because and and I you know if you're a frontline worker, you you need several of these every every day. You're going to need a new one, and uh-huh. so if you just get you know several of them, that way you can. You you know that every day you've got something different, and for right. if yeah. you're if you're going out in public a lot, that's that's a good thing to have. Right. The CDC recommends for the for the people in the medical field uh, to to actually wash them every day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I mean that that would be somewhere where you would need at least a couple. Yeah. Um, uh, my sister in law, like I said, she's in the medical lab field, and she said basically if you soak it in hot enough water it's going to kill whatever's on there. Right. And uh, we've actually made a couple masks for a couple of people that work at the NIAID, which is the, the uh, what is this now? National Institute for Allergy and Infectious Disease. Right. It's the, it's the branch that Dr. Fauci is in charge of. Yeah. And we've made a couple masks for them, and in talking to them, they said that this virus is like very, it, the the Lysol sprays and stuff like that that mention viruses do very well at killing it. So if you're washing things down regularly, we'll all be okay. Yes, exactly. Well, that's the whole point. We we got to we've got to flatten the curve. We got to make sure that yep. everybody is safe. And the way that starts is not giving stuff to other people and not getting it from them. Right. Right. Oh, and one step that we do take with the masks. Uh, we as soon as they're done, the the last steps are a couple passes with a really hot iron, 
and then we put it into a Ziploc bag to be shipped out. So it's going through the mail in a Ziploc bag. So that's just an extra layer of protection that we want to add to it. To make sure that, yeah, to make sure it's safe, to make sure it's germ-free once they get it, because obviously right. they don't want to put it on their face. Did you, do, was, do you guys have like two different types of masks? Is that right? Yes. Uh, we have the normal uh, pleated kind that, that's like a, a surgical mask mm-hmm. look, which is rectangular, and it's got the elastics on it that go around your ears. Um, then we also have a contoured mask where it's just kind of, uh, it's not pleated. So it's just one, one flat surface. Uh, some of the designs you can actually see better on them if that's, that's your goal. Um, but there is like a little indentation underneath your eyes, so it doesn't come quite as high. And there are photos on the website of me wearing one Mm -hmm. actually. Yeah. Uh, Several people, different, several different people wearing them. Yes, yeah. it seemed yeah. like <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Oh yeah, um, uh, as we sell them, I, I've been asking people to send me photos. Oh, that's great! Mask. So, uh, on the website, there's quite a few of our customers that are now wearing the mask on there too. So, oh, that's fantastic! And I mean, you know, a great I mean, again, a great way to to protect yourself, but also kind of show off, have a little bit of fun. I mean, there's there's no right. reason we have to be all depressed and and sad because this is going on. We can protect ourselves and have a little fun doing it and enjoy it with the fandom that we enjoy. Right. Uh, the tag, I came up with the tagline for the site. It's fandomfacemasks.com. And then the tagline is safety can be fun too. So. <laughs> That's perfect. <laughs> that is absolutely perfect. And people can find you at fandomfacebooks.com. Face, see, I face, face fandomfacemasks.com. <laughs> yes. And on Facebook. Do you guys have a uh, on, on on Facebook? If you if you search at Fandom Face Masks, it should come up. Yeah, I, I when I saw it, I was like, it didn't have any problem coming up at all. It's just do the search right. for it. And do you guys have a Twitter or Instagram? Do you do anything like that? Uh, we don't have it set up for this. We do have one for our bags, but we really don't update it nearly as much as far as Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I wouldn't even give it out cause it wouldn't be worth going to follow at the moment. <laughs> I, think I have, I have Instagram and I don't ever use it. I Facebook yeah. and Twitter is all I ever do. Um, and then if uh, there's also, you've got your, your books, um, and, yeah. and you, there are other ways to, to get in touch with you to other things going on because this will not last forever. And eventually we will be back open with the cons and celebrating what we love. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, Gene DeRosa, anything else you can think of that you want to mention? Um, uh, well, uh, I do want to give a shout out to Jimmy Trammell of the Tulsa world. Yes. Uh, he, he's, he's been so supportive since I put out my first book. Um, and he's actually the one that wrote the article that, that people have been seeing in our area yesterday. And, um, I mean, the response has been amazing. Like I said, uh, shared some of the comments that they left, but since yesterday at 5:30 AM, we have taken 30 orders for 110 masks. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. That is amazing. Um, yeah. Thank you to the Tulsa world and Jimmy Trammell. I know I've, I've talked to them a couple times on Twitter and he's just an amazing guy. Yeah. He, he also runs his own, uh, comic con now. Uh, he does. He's from Pryor, and he does. He he helps run the Pryor Creek Comic Con every year, and uh, I mean he he's had me there as a guest every single year, and he brings in interesting people. Uh, this past year, he had uh, 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 what is her name, Misty Misty May from Hee Haw. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and he had the author from Strawberry Shortcake. Uh, but he brings in a lot of interesting guests every year. So yeah, and I'm just I've. Yeah, we do. Of course, I've I've been in charge of SoonerCon down here, and we've had to cancel that, and and it's just yeah. I'm ready for them to open again. I'm ready for this all to be over. And the only way that it does that is for buying things like your masks to to make sure that right. we can right. stop this. Uh, fantastic, Gene. Thank you so very much for joining us. Thank you for having me. I really appreciate it. Help get the word out so that more people can get some masks and stay protected. So that's our show. You can find us on Twitter and Facebook at Oka Geek Podcast. That's also the address for our Gmail account. Would love to hear from you. You can find me on Twitter at KOSU Michael C. And do you or someone you know have something like this? Let us know again at okageekpodcastgmail.com or on Twitter and Facebook. Please, we would love to know so we can talk about it on our show. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts. Be sure to subscribe. Also, rate us and leave a comment. Until next time, along with Gene DeRosa, I'm Michael Cross reminding you to keep calm and geek on.